watch those those leaves uh, every day. You take note yeah. of them, what colors they are. Yes, they're now much more golden than they were yesterday. Yeah. And they're going to fall off eventually. That's right. And so am I. And we welcome you to this edition of Tuesday People, the podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Album, the author of the book Tuesdays with Maury, the person you just heard asking the question on that little snippet of tape, which was recorded, gosh, uh, where are we now? 28 years ago, 28 years ago, uh, in the fall of 1995, uh, when Maury Schwartz and I gathered every week to learn what was important in life once one of us knew they were going to die, and that being Maury, who was dying from ALS, and we shared so many lessons together, and that's what we do in this podcast, review many of those which were collected in the book Tuesdays with Maury, and still resonate today, and particularly that one about the autumn leaves, which maybe will be the name of this particular podcast. This edition. I like it. Leaves. Uh, Lisa Goitz, my friend and producer of the program, is alongside, as always, uh, here in Michigan, where I am broadcasting. I'm looking out the window at a slowly changing patina of trees and leaves. The colors have begun to change. It's just starting. Beautiful. I'm seeing oranges and I'm seeing reds and I'm seeing amber, a color that I don't generally referred to very often, amber. Uh, And it reminded me so much of the time that I spent with Maury, which began in the late spring, ran through the summer, and ended in the fall. Maury passed away in November, so we never made it to the winter. Uh, But as the seasons turned, and as it became September, and it was time to go back to school, for most of the world and for most college professors. Maury, of course, could not go back to school. And there was something very poignant about fall beginning and Maury still being in the house. Uh, uh, you know, he, he had wanted, of course, to be on a college campus probably till his dying day because that's what he loved to do. He loved to teach. But he had to recognize a year earlier, that he could no longer teach. And he had announced when he arrived on campus that on the very first day of the class that he uh, was teaching, that he had ALS and it was possible that he would not be able to complete teaching the class. In fact, he might die before the class would be over. And he put this right out there to his students. And he said, so if any of you, you know, don't want to take the class now that you've heard that I'm dying or that I might not make it to the end of the class, I understand you can all drop the class if you want. Oh, (laughs) my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think anybody did. I don't think anybody would. But, um, you know, he was very honest about it. And, of course, that was the, the, the fall prior to the year of his death. And then... When the next fall came around, he was no longer able to even contemplate going to campus because he he was almost beyond wheelchair bound. He was basically chair bound uh, in his home. And so we did that last class together every Tuesday 
talking about what was important in life. But the thing I want to relate to you today speaks to the idea of the leaves and the trees. So Maury and I, as, as you heard in that clip, we talked a lot about nature. And nature became more and more critical to Maury as he got closer and closer to dying. Now, that may not make a lot of sense to some of you. Well, why would somebody care so much about nature if they're dying? Wouldn't they care about medicine and medical reports and hospitals and doctor calls and things like that? But I found that once people have accepted that the malady that they're fighting is eventually going to win because death is undefeated, no one has beaten it, and eventually it will take us all. There comes a time where people become, uh, how do I want to say it, sort of almost relaxed in the acceptance of the fact that the end is coming. And when they do, a lot of things get stripped away in terms of what's important, work, for example, filing that paper, getting that assignment in, uh, it just doesn't matter that much. Television programs, keeping up with the streaming, just doesn't matter that much. And simple things, simple things in life start to take on a, a, a much greater significance. And Maury seemed to understand that. We spoke about it in terms of things that he wished that he could do more and that he suggested other people do as well with their lives. Listen. To get into nature, to go for a ride into the country and really appreciate what is given to us, which we so take for granted. I do miss that chance to really experience Do you, so do you have world. a greater longing for nature now that it's pretty much outside your window instead? Yeah. Much more so. What specifically in nature? We used to go out a few miles into a long walk, you know, on a little path. And you'd have the trees and the birds and the lake. And you just take in God's gift to humanity, you know, something that we don't create but is there for us. And it's just miraculous. Each year it disappears and comes back again, year after year after year. And there's something quite marvelous about that. Now, I want you to ask yourself, how many autumns have you gone through without ever taking real note of the colors changing or ever really walking outside to really look at them? Maybe you see them through your window and you go, huh, autumn's coming, winter's coming. Better get the snow tires in the car. Yeah, you're skipping, in fact, over the autumn when you do that. Right, you're, right. All you're doing is foreshadowing the, the gloom right. and doom. <laughs> Correct. And I'm glad you pointed that out because what are you doing there? You're saying, oh, the leaves are changing. They're falling off the trees. It's going to be cold. Winter is coming. Right. So you've gone from summer to winter. Now, that is metaphorically is a little bit like going from life to death. Summer, we're in full bloom, things are green, it's hot, we're sweating, we're active, we're doing all our stuff. Winter, cold, dark, 
frozen, death, dying, leaves, trees. But we're not allowing for the transition. Mm, We're mm -hmm. not allowing for the period of time when the leaves change. Yes. This is what I am suggesting that we need to spend a better focus on. You're not going to change the fact that you enjoy the summer of your life. Everybody does. We're all going to enjoy our healthy years, our robust years, our sunshine years greatly. And there's no getting around the fact that eventually winter is waiting for us all. If we just go from summer to winter, we just go from, oh, I'm not as young as I used to be. Um, That means death is coming. That means pretty soon I'm going to die. We are not allowing for the transition phase, which in and of itself, as Maury says, is a beautiful thing. The transition from us being robust, summery, sunshine boys, to the end contains many great things. And it's not an accident, I think, that in nature, the transition period is the most beautiful, right? Isn't when you look at, I'm looking at a whole wall of trees in my backyard here, and I look at them all summer. They're very nice, but they're all green. Yeah. They're all green. They're all the same color. They don't really change. They're all, they all kind of look the same. They all seem to be about the same health, the same. And that's us in sort of the younger summers of our lives. We're very similar to one another. We're all getting started and we're all at the beginning of things and not that much has happened to us. And we're young and we're, you know, we're in the, the prime, you know, we're thriving. Our branches are all the way out there. but. Now that we reach the older stages, not the end, but the older stages, we start to differentiate from one another. This one's a little darker amber. This one's a little deeper red. This one's a little richer yellow because of the different experiences that we've had. Ah, yes. We have changed. We have morphed. We're not all green anymore. And the colors reflect all the things that we have seen and done. So yeah, maybe we can't do a hundred push-ups the way we did when we were big and robust and green and all the rest of it. But we also know that push-ups, for example, are not really a great exercise now that you get a little <laughs> older. They overwork your pecs and certain parts of your shoulders without taking into account your back. And you can actually uh, really overdevelop certain things Tweak and yourself. back problems and all kinds of things like Mandel that. bomb, Mandel yeah. bomb, Mandel so do, bomb. So doing a thousand <laughs> pushups, reference. Is, doing a thousand pushups is not necessarily <laughs> the best thing to do. There are better exercises yeah. and other things you can try. We'll be back with more Tuesday people right after this. The wisdom of the changing colors, the experiences that we've had that we didn't have when we were green. You know, good ones and bad ones. I've always said that there's a wonderful expression, the only whole heart is a broken heart. And what that means is the only Mm. 
way to fully capacitize your heart to use it to its full extent, its deepest potential and meaning is to experience loss. Because if you haven't experienced loss, you really can't appreciate to the deepest degree what you have. The yellow leaves, the red leaves is to experience loss, right? Yes. Those leaves mean that they are no longer green. They have lost the green part of their life. They've experienced loss. But now look how much richer they are as a result of the experiences they've had. More colorful, right? We right. don't appreciate the aging process. We don't appreciate the turning colors of the leaves in our own lives. We go right from, geez, I'm not as young as I used to be. I want to be green again. I want to be green again. It's the Winter's coming. Winter's coming. Oh, I'm dead. It, that's too fast. These should be years. And I'm not, I don't even have a chronological assignment to it. Whenever you sort of come to appreciate it, it could be in your 30s, could be in your 50s, could be in your 60s. When you come to appreciate that things have changed, but there's beauty in the change and there's beauty in the changing, that's when you start to develop the wisdom that allows you to go from green to orange and yellow and amber and red and all the more interesting colors, the brighter colors that come with transition. Do you understand what I'm saying here, Lisa? Totally. And to appreciate them. Like, I mean, to notice them. You know what I mean? We think we start noticing more now in our lives than we did younger because younger, you're just go, 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 push ahead, push ahead. You're kind of interested in yourself. I think we start looking around ourselves as we age. At least I do, you know, Um, and I appreciate things. I appreciate the nature. I appreciate um, the trees. You know, we don't get many changes of colors here in Southern California. Um, I sort of miss that. Um, but we do have a definite summer winter. Um, and uh, our fall is very not fall. Um, but I appreciate it. I appreciate when it's not 117. And I, you know, <laughs> I, I appreciate a little rain. Um, right. I appreciate, you know, I'm looking at my yard right now while you're saying this. I'm looking out my window trying to see what I notice. But I always look out my window here in my little closet area where I work because it's pretty out there. You know what I mean? Right. And I like to see when things are different or when blossoms come on trees, like we have beautiful orange blossoms right. and grapefruit blossoms and you can smell them. Probably in my 20s, I wouldn't have cared. Like, eh, whatever. Now, right. the minute I smell that smell, I'm like, oh, life. Exactly right. Exactly right. Listen to what Maury said about enjoying nature. When I said, well, you don't want people to just sit around and do nothing but stare at the foliage, right? And here was that conversation. So you're not, you're, you don't advocate people just sitting by the edge of a riverbank for their whole lives, just looking out at the trees no, and saying, yeah. I do advocate that they go look at the flowers mm -hmm. every once in a while mm -hmm. and stop what they're doing mm -hmm. to enjoy nature. Mm -hmm and to enjoy this creation of ours. What have you been doing along those lines these last few weeks when, when you're in here? Looking at the trees. This Out this window Change here? Change Yeah. That's all, that's my view. Yeah. Because of this limited space, 
I see out there and I bring in here all these lovely people who bring their lives to me right. and their experiences. You watch those, those leaves uh, every day, you take note yeah. of them, what colors they are. Yes, they're now much more golden than they were yesterday. Yeah. And they're going to fall off eventually. That's right. And, and so will I. <laughs> fall off the tree. Yeah. But they go out in a blaze of glory. That's a exactly. blaze of colorful glory. That's exactly what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. You and the leaves. Ah, Eddie did. Isn't that beautiful? Beautiful. Now, in order to go out in the blaze of glory, you never hear that said about something green, right? Green is new. Green shoots. Green buds, green is new. Blaze of glory is yellow leaves and orange leaves and red leaves, you know, eventually falling off the tree and floating to the ground. So what I suggest, and the point of this little podcast, is now's the time. <clears throat> this September, next few weeks, depending on where you live, go outside and observe firsthand the changes in the colors and see if you can liken yourself in some way to those trees and those leaves. Imagine yourself, if there's an evergreen or, you know, one that hasn't turned yet, you say, well, that's me when I was in my twenties and I did this and I did that and I felt this and I felt that. And then turn to one that's starting to turn and say, well, that's me in my thirties or forties. And when I began to have kids and raise a family and, and, and accomplish certain things in work, but realize other things weren't important. And maybe you see a yellow one or some brittle ones. You say, well, then maybe that's me in my 50s or 60s or now. And I'm realizing that I look back on the green and say, wow, that was a different time. But also look at all the lines on my, on my leaves now. These lines are the experiences, these things that I've seen, the veins that run through the leaves. These are my experiences. This is... This is all that I've done and all that I've had a chance to do and uh, to absorb from the world. And look how, how much richer I am. Look how much brighter I am as a result of this. And see in yourself the transition that's going on. And don't be afraid of it. Don't be embarrassed by it. A, a yellow leaf on a tree isn't embarrassed to be next to a, a green one or the fact that it's formally green. Don't be embarrassed by transitioning getting older, changing, because you can't reach the richness of life without aging. It just doesn't happen. If it, if it did, we'd all elect to be you know, five years old, but with the wisdom of a 50-year-old. Of a and that would be could, horrifying. <laughs> yes, that'd be like a science fiction movie or Boss Baby. <laughs> yeah, Boss Baby. I don't want that at all. Yeah, do we, you, you want to be Alec Baldwin you know, in a baby <laughs> outfit? So it's okay to embrace the colors of our lives and the changing colors of our lives and the changing leaves of our lives. And this is the time that reminds me of that all the time. I remember with Maury, we sat there once in this window that he was referring to where he could see all the trees. And he said, you see that window there, Mitch? And I said, yeah. And he said, you can go out that window right now. You can lift it. You can crawl through it and flip out the other side. You can go outside and look in through it. You can tap on the glass. You can do all kinds of things with that window that I'll never do. I said, yeah. He said, but Mitch, yeah. 
I appreciate that window more than you do. And I said, what do you mean? He said, you've been in here for an hour and you've never looked out it. I haven't seen you glance over at that window once or take note of what's on the other side. But I do. He said, to me, that window is my connection to the world. I look at it all the time. Mm -hmm. I check in with the world through that window all the time. I appreciate that window because it's my telescope to nature. Yeah. And he was right, of course. Don't be the person who doesn't appreciate the window. While you're able, go outside, get on the other side of it, go out and, and, and walk amongst those trees that have changed colors and see if you can see yourself somewhere in those colors and see your transitioning, whatever you're transitioning from, high school to college, college to being out in the real world, single to married, uh, married couple to parents, parents to grandparents, working to retired, healthy to sick, sick to healthy, whatever the transitions are that you're going through and you're changing your colors, embrace it as part of the world and recognize that the autumn leaves are, are just another part of the amazing rich experience that we are given here on this earth during the time that we're here. Yeah. And they're colors you can proudly wear on your coat. That's the way I, I picture them like little pins. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you collect your pins of color, um, all the leaves, the red ones, the yellow ones. I'm, I'm proud of the leaves yeah. I've collected in my life. That's right. And that's the way you should be. Mm -hmm. uh, remember this as we close something Maury said to me in passing. Anything and everything can be holy. That you revere or that you sanctify in some way, especially the environment, you know, the nature, the trees, other people, and so on. Anything and everything can be holy. Your experience on earth, the trees outside. So go and take part in it and revel in what we've been given. And don't fear the colors, embrace the colors, embrace the change. That's what fall is about. New students on campus, new teachers starting classes. Mm. I miss and, that part. Yeah. I do miss that. Well, you can always go back to school, Lisa. I did. I just graduated again, right? Well, you can always I, go back again. <laughs> go back again. I don't want to do the homework. I just like the new school clothes just and like... the feel of a new class. But I don't really need to <laughs> finish any more classes. <laughs> well, we hope you got something out of this. We always appreciate talking to you every week. Check us out at wetuesdaypeople.com on the web. With Lisa Goitsch as my producer, I am Mitch Album. saying to you, see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Tuesday People. To be part of our conversation, join the Tuesday People community at wetuesdaypeople.com. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. We look forward to having you with us every Tuesday because, after all, we're Tuesday People. <laughs>